Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to The Real with Moxie Works. It's my pleasure to be on the session today with one William Schaeffler. I'm going to say the good German pronunciation of your last name there, William, but a pleasure to have you and welcome to the program. Yeah, it's great to be here. And I've uh, learned a little bit about my uh, own last name history from you, York. It's uh, <laughs> appreciate that. You're, you're quite the historian there. Yes, well, you know, it's, it's what I've come to be known for, sadly. Uh, but you are the founder and CEO of InstaShowing, and you're a, a MoxieWorks, MoxieCloud partner, and we're grateful for that. Uh, so we're going to talk about that throughout our session today. But before we do that, William, you have, in my mind, one of the most intriguing backgrounds and trajectories <laughs> within real estate technology. And I, I, personally, I think our audience is going to enjoy hearing about that because you, to me, embody... Uh, two of the qualities that we at MoxieWorks are fond of, namely grit and intellectual curiosity. I mean, you've, you've come a long way in a relatively short time. So uh, as a fellow entrepreneur, I, I applaud you. And specifically, I maybe- that it was all pre-planned. <laughs> well in advance, I wrote it down and it just happened. <laughs> yeah, it always works that way in entrepreneurship. You're right. Um, so tell us, tell us about your, I mean, you recently graduated. So tell us just, a bit about you know what were you were planning to do, and then how did you get from that to to uh, Insta showing? Yeah, um, yeah. So I graduated University of Oregon in December, actually, and right now, we're, as we're recording, it's July, so six months out um, from graduation. Uh, so yeah, I, I essentially in university was just really trying, really trying to um, find uh, entrepreneurial businesses to start, and so I've done a few businesses before. Um, and then actually, this is actually, a lot of it came from um, Tim Ferriss. After reading like the four hour work week, I just, I, I kind of got the idea about this whole world of like micro SaaS. And it turns out that this is not necessarily micro business anymore. Um, just great businesses you can start that, that really focus on a very small um, specific need that then is, is, is widely shared. Um, and so, yeah, I, I uh, doing a couple of businesses before this and then um, my family moved to a new city, uh, Bend, Oregon, and I was just sitting front seat with a, a realtor. Um, and I'm too young to buy a house. I'm still in an apartment, but uh, I was just hearing the pains uh, about the, the whole journey that my family was experiencing and then our, our realtor as well. And there just weren't a lot of modern tools around um, the showing experience. And I'd seen some fellow students start a software company around actually tutor booking where you can, you can go on an app and you can find a tutor in chemistry, physics, and be able to book and pay all in one app. And uh, essentially I just saw that kind of uh, industry concept being uh, solved. And then I just saw in real estate how antiquated, I mean, I just remember our, our agent handed us a stack of papers of all the listings and then talking, kind of going a little bit ranting about how it's like, yeah, I just wanted to book like six houses today. And it was a nightmare. I spent like all my night last night. And that's unfortunate what a lot, a lot of realtors without any software in this space will do is they'll spend hours just trying to plot this, this whole route out and be able to call the, the listing agent and then being able to get, the, get, get in touch with the homeowner and being able to sync back and get all those times selected. And it's just this nightmare process that takes hours and it's just, it's this big admin task. It's not really value added. And so I just, I started the wheel spinning and, and essentially uh, just uh, started a wireframing out very poorly of what the solution would look like. And, um, started started like that essentially. Excellent. Well, 
Yeah, you have definitely hit on a, on a pain point and, and certainly an industry hot button at the moment, which we'll come back to. But, uh, you know, your joke earlier about, you know, it was very linear and it happened just perfectly. Uh, one of the things that I've admired about you already is this concept of grit. Uh, you know, you got to just start. And that's and I know you've said that, too. One of the most important aspects of, of entrepreneurship is just starting. So talk about that and what what guidance you would give others, because you're you know, our audience is brokerage leadership who also have to think about doing new things, especially in these these times. And what what guidance or, or words of encouragement would you give there? Um, I would say it's just I'm start with my peer group, seeing seeing how some people view the world. And like I, I'll have some friends who go into the accounting profession and they love to talk about talk to someone who's been in accounting for 30 years and figure out every step of their career progression and how they get partner and how they get to this next level. And the world is changing so fast that there's very few industries that you can just plot out for the next 30 years, what it's exactly going to look like and what you need to do and how you, how you just plot everything out. And so um, it, I think it ends up being like those who um, are able to just experiment and able to just are, and are comfortable with being in a um, unknowable future, but experimenting to try to figure out what that future is. I think those are the people who end up uh, striking gold the most often. And I, uh, have been at, I'm at Boomtown Unite right now in South Carolina, and um, just hearing some of the the top producers just talking about what they're working and what they're seeing, what they're trying to uh, build for their brokerages to get to next. It's 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 an unknowable future, exactly how the market's going to shift. But um, those who are like planning for tomorrow today and experimenting, I think, are going to be the ones that uh, do the best. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I, you're in an event now. I was just earlier this week also at an event called Gathering of Eagles. And one of our customers was there, Anthony Lamakia of Lamakia Real Estate in Boston. And he's, he's the fastest growing um, independent in the country. A huge multi-hundred percent growth in the last several years. And, and he exhibits that same kind of characteristic. And he said this on stage. He says, most of the stuff that I try actually fails. You know, it doesn't work or doesn't work out as planned. But you have to to do that. It's kind of, it's not not unlike investing in in startups. You know, many are not going to make it, but you you make the investments, and you know some will be amazing. And I think that's how ideas are too. You have to invest in them all. You can't predict which one's going to be the best. So yeah, well, good. So let's shift gears then a bit into um, into your your offering and and our partnership. Uh, and by the way, thank you for that that partnership. You're one of the 150 real estate tech company partners that we have, and you're you're very topical right now. Uh, I'm sure the audience is well aware of of the. I was going to say the acquisition, but it's actually still at this point when this is being recorded, it's actually still under regulatory review for a final approval. Uh, the acquisition of Showing Time by Zillow. Mm -hmm. So technically, they haven't acquired it yet, but we'll have to assume that it's going to close. So uh, tell us about kind of your observations and what you've learned as you've talked to, to customers out there about um, what the need is. And, and maybe let's talk more about the brokerage audience than the MLS audience, because I think the brokerage has an opportunity here, quite frankly, to, to lead their agents to a, a better answer, perhaps, than, than what they have with showing time. So tell us some more about that way. For sure. And I, I think it just comes down to figuring out what agents do best and, and, and helping them do that. And then um, trying to automate all the admin tasks that really just don't add value and really uh, aren't 
super important to to get right to really be the best agent you can be. And so I think honestly, one of the ones is is, is showing us and 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 just seeing how it was just this bad process of going back and forth and sending this message to this person, calling that person back. It's 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 a nightmare. And um, basically, any tasks you uh, as an agent think that you should just hand off to your assistant because you don't think it's valuable for you to do. I think those are starting to get automated. And um, this was one of them. I mean, agents I'll work with before, it's like they'll essentially have a team of assistants who were doing this before and they were answering the call or they were using Excel spreadsheet and typing things in. And, and that's not part of the, the relationship building that I think that agents really excel at um, or the, the emotional connection that they can help um, when they're guiding their, their, their homeowners. Yeah, and I think you just hit on a key thing, and and I think our audience knows my own personal and Moxie's position on this, but you and I share that, William, the, the idea that the computer, you know, really computers, I've always felt, are principally good at two things, keeping track of stuff and reminding humans to do things. And uh, and I think your, your stuff is a great example of that, but what it should do then is free up the agent, as you said, to do the things that it, not only they're good at, but in my opinion, that a computer can never do, and that is build and maintain great relationships. And I think our industry is full. In fact, I just saw a release from Compass right before this with some latest, greatest, you know, AI-powered machine learning, neural networking, vegan, low-calorie, gluten-free thing that they have. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's fun and interesting, but you know, let's not let's not try to have computers simulate or even in some cases try to replace the human. Um, so so talk a little bit more too about uh, what you've learned in those use cases. Cause I think for brokers out there, they could really benefit from the knowledge of what you've learned. You know, what are the key things? Cause everybody knows what a showing scheduling yeah. thing is, but what are some of the key things that you feel you've learned and that you've implemented that you feel make uh, your solution more unique? There? You know, it's, it's interesting. I, a couple of days ago, we were actually having this conversation on what do we focus on, on, automating and, and, and what do we not even touch because it it's just it's just adding too many feature feature creep and I, I think you just have to figure out what the core of your offering is and it's it's great to always try to figure out how to add more features um, but but does that really matter does that really matter to your, your core base of users and I'll, I'll see this specifically in my category I, I'll see companies who are just constantly trying to add buttons and whatnot and settings that that they'll hear people ask about. Um, but that doesn't really matter to the, I'll just call it the silent majority of users. Um, the loud ones will, will might direct your product strategy, but that's not always the best case. And so I'd say that like, you always have to figure out what the people, what, what the, the silent majority wants and, and, and not, um, and not just build for the loudest, the loudest users that, that, that'll yell at you. Um, and, and I'll, I'll see like, for example, I'll just give a, an example of what I'm, I'm seeing in, in, in the showing space. So this is like one of the hottest housing markets ever. And it's, it's so crazy. Um, I was giving the example um, to actually your sales team this, this morning, who I thought I was going to meet with a dozen salespeople, but then it ended up being 25. So <laughs> yeah, Moxie's growing. <laughs> they just kept sending the, the meeting link to everyone, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll see like agents um, like, like I was saying in the, an example was like in the Bay area, but really this is all across the country that, they'll have just so much demand for these houses when they go live that um, 
it is just, you can't, you can't manual, manually ever handle it. And so you have to figure out ways to be able to still um, provide that top tier service, but also really understand what's going on in these properties um, in, a, in a non-biased way. And so that's some of the things that we're building out for our brokers. So they can actually understand what's happening with, with their, their, uh, their funnel, what is going on in their, their sales pipeline? Because I mean, what is, what is the leading indicator for their business? It's, it's really being able to see what's going on um, with your existing properties that you have going live. And just being able to provide a non-biased way to understand what are these buyers thinking of this house, this listing, for instance, that's, that's a lot of things we're trying to, we're working on building around, like getting non-biased feedback and understanding what the demand is for these properties, being able to forecast how many showings you can expect on your property, being able to understand why, are, why is this house not selling? Why is this way above average um, for, for the number of days on, on market? And is it because of the price? And if so, what is the, the, uh, the average of um, a couple dozen agents who've seen the house? What do they think it's, it's over, um, over list price um, and, uh, or market, market value? And um, so I, I just think there's a lot of things around, around that that can really help you strengthen and, and inform your, your uh, homeowner your, your homeowner exactly what the market is thinking in an aggregated way that'll just give them the power to be able to understand what's happening out there um, through these dashboards that we've created for homeowners, uh, brokers, and agents. Yeah. And I think <clears throat> this, again, is, is why our, our companies are so complimentary because uh, the audience, I'm sure, knows this, but Moxie Present, which is by far the premier um, presentation application in, in the space, specifically uh, one of the strongest use cases for which is a listing presentation. So you're right. Uh, we're a very data-centric company, as are you. And as we continue to deepen the integration, it's going to be awesome to, to uncover the new ways in which we can use each other's data. Um, and, and let's actually, let's shift to that for a second, <clears throat> William, because I agreed with your comment earlier. I think one of the things that uh, makes great software companies is ones that actually listen, not to what the customer thinks necessarily the specific answer is, you know, make the button blue, but rather listen through that to what problem are they having and what are they trying to solve? And then hopefully it should be our job to come up with a, a better and more clever way to solve whatever that is. Um, and, and one of those innovations that, that we have is the Moxie Cloud, and you're familiar with that as a partner. So talk about, you know, perhaps a little bit about your experience with it so far as a company, but also the benefit to a brokerage that once the Moxie Cloud's in place, so in other words, any of our customers, the, the seamless way that they could add something like InstaShowing. Yeah, I, by the way, I have to go back to one of the things you were saying there about not building too much and trying to figure out exactly what the core is. I, I It's uh, um, what just happened recently, some of our users were asking if they can have uh, one minute appointment slots. And I was like, that is what? One minute appointment slots. And I, we were just thinking about the, the lunacy of that because they have so much demand like these people will have these agents will have like 70 showings over a weekend and we were saying like okay well why how many more appointments slots do they really need and I, I think at the core of what that user's concern is is not do we add more time availability um, because companies out there will do that in response to that query I, it, it comes down to actually something more uh, straightforward in that you shouldn't be having more than like 70 people coming through the house. That must mean that there's something way off with your pricing of the house. And so I think when you're talking about being able to present 
to your 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 consumers, uh, allowing your agents to present to to their their prospects exactly what they see in the in the market. I think we'll just it'll help avoid a lot of these concerns and and just provide that non-biased view. And uh, one of the biggest innovations I think we can do with the data going forward is as we start collecting that forward-looking showing data, it, it will be able to feed your comparative market analysis because exactly the CMA is looking backwards 90 days. And that is just right now, especially in today's market, it's just, it's not going to cut it. And, and it, it leads to mispricings that lead to agents requesting one minute showing appointments. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, that's one of the reasons I, I would hope, and it'd be interesting maybe for you and I to do some analysis of that. I would hope those requests aren't coming though from uh, Moxie Present users. Because one of the things I will say is I, I think the thoughtful human element, this is why AVMs and Zestimates and, and so many of these CMA-ish, you know, we're gonna, again, we're gonna automate the human out of it. Well, you're gonna get a bunch of BS then in, in terms of, you know, the machine trying to come up with a price. That's something a thoughtful agent can do with input, obviously also from, as you say, what's going on from a showing perspective in their area, for instance, and using that to correlate pricing. I, I love where you're going with that. Um, so, so back to the broker and the integration though, could you talk a little bit about that uh, aspect as well? In other words, if someone's a Moxie customer, what would they expect, you know, to, to have as an experience bringing your stuff on board? Yeah, I think one of the biggest, in, and I'm understanding it more when you talk to some of these, these top brokers, the core of what they're asking for about what these new tools will bring them is, is how do we, how do we get new listings and how do we do a better job for our, our, our clients that we bring in? And, and I think one of the biggest experiences that we realize is like, there's not a lot of, um, beyond trying to win that listing presentation, we can help you um, arm you with data uh, that'll help you inform as you're, as you're trying to win those listings. But at the same time, that, that if you just think of that user journey, these consumers want to see what's happening on their property. They want to be able to have some insight into what's going on. And, and it, it really helps you uh, validate and show them exactly what you're doing to, to add value. You can, they, they'll get a, uh, they can download our app or, or get, get their, uh, come into our portal and be able to see exactly um, how much, how many uh, consumers are being, or how many buyers agents are coming through the house and they can see the value you're adding and, and they're able to see exactly what um, feedback you're collecting on the property. And so instead of a lot of the times these agents will do a lot of work behind the scenes for their, for their customers, but we just kind of help shine a light on that and show them really like, this is what the demand, demand I've generated. This is what I've been able to do for you. And it just helps you understand that the value your agent is bringing. Yeah. And I, I I'm glad you point that out. You're right. That the, the agent's value is often hidden. And I think um, as, as providers, you and I as providers, but also in particular, our brokerage audience, you know, if there's one takeaway from, from this, I would hope that our, our brokerage leadership and others conclude that this is something that can help the value proposition for that agent with their consumer, as well as providing a huge functional benefit. And that's really what we should be doing all day, every day, is, is helping our brokerage customers add value to their, their agents so they can be, you know, grow their business with the consumer. So, well, awesome. Well, William, I've, I've so enjoyed this. You and I have met a couple of times previously, too. You're, you're a... Uh, uh, an enviable entrepreneur, in my opinion. So congrats on your, your success to date. And I'm very excited about the, the ongoing partnership. And as we deepen it uh, on some of these data things, I, I think there's a lot of stuff probably that you and I can't even foresee that's going to come from it. So 
So I really appreciate your taking the time to join us today. And uh, for all of those of you out in the audience, uh, thanks for listening. And we'll see you on another Real with Moxie Works soon. Take care. Thank you.